This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Tonight's show is also brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Coming to you and brought to you by the Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. Welcome after BYU's bye week back to BYU football with Kalani Satake. On the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, we're at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're in the President's Lodge. I'm Greg Grubel. This here is Mark Lyons, and this here is the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Satake. Kalani, we missed you last week. I don't know if you missed us. But oh, I uh, did. I did. I showed up here on Tuesday night just in case. <laughs> Force a habit. Yeah. So is off the bye week and ready to get going with the final third of the season. Eight games down, four to go, and a lot of good football left to play for this BYU team. That's a four and four through eight games, and the bye week uh, means different things to different people. What does it mean to the head coach of the Cougars when you have that time uh, without a game weekend? What do you do with it? Well, f- first is to get healthy, and uh, our guys um, needed some time to heal especially going through that eight-game schedule, you know, that we had. And um, we had some unfortunate injuries. Some guys get banged up. And so uh, have that extra week to prepare and just focus on them getting healthy and then getting back on the – caught up with academics. We did a lot of traveling to the, the east, eastern time zone. So um, that's the main thing, just get ready, get their academics so they're, it's all in order so we can go for this last four games and uh, make it memorable, you know. So uh, just just uh, focusing on, on the season and focusing on our next opponent being Cincinnati. What did you want to get done as a head coach with the, with the, uh, the you bye know, week? I procrastinated a bunch of meetings and said, oh, let's just meet during the bye week. And <laughs> I paid dearly for all those meetings and <laughs> said, uh, make a note for next year. Don't don't schedule everything for the bye week as far as meetings with uh, so many different things. I have you know organization of the program and uh, all the other little details. So that was one lesson I learned. But other than that, I mean, just being around the guys and focusing on helping others and serving others. We had opportunities to do that. So it was, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we got a lot done during the bye week. Yeah, serving others, I thought it was great. So last night was the Halloween trunk or treat. And <laughs> could you believe, you know, how many people were there? It was, uh, first of all, how many of you were here yesterday at the trunk or treat? Yeah, uh, some. <laughs> I was going to say half because nobody knows, right? But... Uh, you were there a long time, I bet you, because uh, I got out of there uh, late, and uh, you were still there. But uh, that was a great event. Well, I mean, we were there for the fans, and our players uh, really wanted to reach out to the community and, and uh, interact with the, with, the, with, the, with the children especially. There were some adults who were dressed up, too. Yeah, there were a great, bunch of them. Uh, yeah, costumes, great. but it was just to show our appreciation for them. And, um, you know, we want to get the players around the, the, the um, fans as much as possible and saw that that was an opportunity to do it. And we felt like, you know, when you're done with school, you remember being a kid and getting ready for Halloween and you're dressed up and the sun was beating down on you and you're waiting for people to yeah, get home from work. Yeah. And so we thought, well, let's do a trunk or treat and get um, get a bunch of candy in, in their bags before they go out. And it was a lot of fun. And our players bought into it and they, they're dressed up. <laughs> Some really cool costumes. But... um it was just so we, it you know, just show our appreciation for the fans, and, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So we really appreciate the fans that showed up, and uh, thank you for loving us. And definitely, we uh, hope you guys know that we appreciate and love you guys. This I, saw, per- oh. I, I say I saw that uh, Kalani went in costume as an FBS head football coach. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, people, I mean. Yeah, I, I I figure that people would would know that I'm scary enough the way I look right now. So I thought Ty Detmer's costume was way messed up. <laughs> it was messed up. I don't know if you guys heard. He 
got a mask of my face and put it on, and his wife and daughters threw flags as he yelled at them. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna get payback on him. So. That, that was creative, but I, I made sure it didn't win any awards. Yeah. You mentioned accessibility with the team. Now, I remember when I was a high school kid. Now, my dad was a, f- a football and basketball coach, but you never got to go meet coaches. You never got to go uh, talk with players at the University of Colorado or Colorado State or, you know, anywhere I was in Denver it just wasn't available to you. And now it's changed completely where you do have uh, those kids were just loving the chance to uh, come up and say hi to those players. And uh, it was a big deal. Yeah. And it's a big deal for our players, you know, the, the um, to be um, engaged in, in the, in the fans and uh, know why they do this. And we have the best fan base in the country. So uh, we want to show them our appreciation and want to get out there and be involved. I mean, if you come early enough to the games and, Jamal's going to throw you football, yeah. you know, and if you can hang around, we just want to, uh, I mean, the game is just so much more uh, fun when you're in Lavelle Edwards Stadium and you see the fans and and you know that you probably hugged half of the fans here, you know, so <laughs> for our players to know why they're doing it, they represent their families, but they also represent Cougar Nation, especially the fans that are here. We've got a lot of fans with us here in the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We do every week when we do the show. We have a lot of fans in Cougar Nation watching us on Facebook Live. The BYU Football Facebook Live uh, brings the show to Cougar Nation every week, so they're with us online as well. You're listening on the radio, so we have a vast audience every week that Kalani comes on and a player comes on with us, and we appreciate that. Kalani, as we had the break, what's one thing you thought you already knew about the Cougar fan base that you had as experience as a player here and even as an opposing coach? And what's something you maybe didn't know that, that maybe you've learned about the support since you've been the head coach here? Well, I, I've been really impressed with The Rock. Um, that's something I didn't know about really, uh, that, that, that how, <laughs> how supportive they can be. And um, the Cougar walk with our fans and The Rock especially being part of that and, and sleeping in tents and uh, bringing that whole college feel to the, to the, the stadium has been unbelievable, you know. But um, I always knew that the fans here, um, it, it goes to the families, you know. So um, our big thing is, is, is our football team is like a family, and we feel like we're connected to all the fans and hope they feel part of our family as well. And I love playing the game and love representing our fan base, and that's, uh, that's coming from our players. They, they enjoy it, and they're having a lot of fun. I mean, I don't know how many universities and how many football teams would be out there that, that have players that buy into what we're asking to do, whether it's going to a state prison, speaking to inmates there, or having a trunk or treat and having them just buy into it and get dressed up. I mean, yeah. I mean, Lapuaja was a, was a yeah. genie. I saw that. And yeah. Tuni was Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> so there, a lot of creativity came with it. It wasn't just like me put on sunglasses and a hat. Yeah. But. Tanner was Edward Scissorhands, and he figured, I can't do autographs. Yeah, so, so it was, it was, was pretty it was smart. Hard for him. But I mean, there was a lot of creativity and a lot of fun. And um, this is more than just about football for us, you know. And so uh, to be able to experience it and be around the fans and be, uh, I don't have them know us. And, and, and uh, I, think, I just think it'll be, it'll be a lot more uh, impactful when we're on the field and, and having these kids cheer for us and having the people cheer for us. It's been, it's been awesome so far. Well, it's been an awesome start to the show uh, so far. We'll take our first break. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll see what Kalani's learned about his team through eight games, and then we'll uh, talk a bit about Cincinnati and then bring on Micah Hanneman. Tonight's a player guest a little later on in the program. Tonight's bro- show is brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue. Hey, congrats to Bam Bam's. They just signed the deal on their second oh, yeah. location today. I think it'll be down in Spanish Forks, so they'll have the one here in Orem and then down in Spanish Forks. So congrats. Yeah, congrats to Cam and Bam Bam's. 
A proud sponsor of BYU football, authentic Central Texas right here in Utah County. Bam Bam's does barbecue the right way, low and slow. Bam Bam's located at 1708 South State Street Norm and soon in Spanish Fork. This is BYU football with Kalani Sitake on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network and Facebook Live. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here's Greg Rubel. BYU blitzes, ripping boots, settles in the pocket, fires up, throws incomplete, intercepted. Fred Warner at the far sideline, picks it off and tiptoes the sideline into Boise State territory. The 40, the 30, stays on his feet, flag flies. Still on his feet, still running through tackles inside the 10, inside the 5, dives for the end zone. Is he in for a touchdown? The signal is touchdown, Fred Warner. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin. Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and BYU Football Facebook Live. We're at the Lavelle Edwards Stadium President's Lowe's, and this is the big show brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway, where they love the sounds of Cougar wins and the voices of satisfied customers. The play-by-play call coming out of the break, Kalani, was the Fred Warner pick six, one of two pick sixes in your last game. And uh, Fred's wasn't just uh, any take it to the house. That was an amazing sideline run. I'm sure once you got to go back and see it again in finer detail, you were more impressed even. Oh, yeah. Him, him and, and Diane Lake are making – they're petitioning to play offense a little bit. <laughs> but, um, you know, that, that was impressive um, return. What was impressive, him staying inbounds. And I think a lineman launched at him, and he just yeah. spun around. And so for him to understand where the, where the goal line was from that point on was impressive. But uh, he's a great player, and we have – uh, you know, we have uh, an interception drill where we're trying to score every time we get a turnover, and it's um, you know our guys know what we're, they're supposed to do and who they're supposed to block in order for us to get downfield and score, and it worked out twice. And I wish we could have had a third one. BYU second nationally in uh, turnovers gained right now. They get five of them at Boise State. That loss at Boise dropped you to four and four on the year. Without getting into maybe a detailed self scout, how do you assess uh, your team through the eight games here at four and four? Well, I, I think that. Um, you know, we had some close losses, and that was difficult to deal with. But uh, there's a lot of great things to learn from it, you know. And, and uh, um, I don't know, opportunities for us to to, to get better. And um, you know, when you look at the the, the strength of the schedule from the first eight games, um, I didn't imagine that we'd be four and four. I thought we'd be better than this, and I think the whole team was the same way. And uh, I think that we're just using that to, to as motivation for this next game, and um, had some, you know, had a week off to reflect on the season and and uh, what our goals are for the for, to finish it out. So that's been the main focus right now, and trying to build off of things and trying to establish our identity still as a coaching staff and with our players. And um, it's starting to mold, but I, I feel really good about the team, feel good about the the guys that we have, and definitely feel good about the coaches. Pretty interesting comment uh, to evaluate how you all react together and how you're working together. Here you've been through eight games, but uh, you still see that there are things that need to happen maybe? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's always going to happen. Like, I've, I've, I'll never say that we've arrived, yeah. you know, so we're always going to try to work to get better and try to learn from every experience that we have. I mean, there's things that we can learn from as coaches, and so it's not just all on the players. It's things that we're trying to do as coach, as a coaching staff and all the different phases and things that we're trying to improve. And so during the bye week, I asked the players to find things that they can improve individually, and um, we'll try to find ways as coaches to um, improve as a, as a coaching staff, and, and uh, we'll come back to work. And, and, and we had great practices so far yesterday and today, and so really looking forward to getting on the field this weekend. 
It's your last regular season road game this Saturday. You're back out to the Eastern Time Zone yet again. Cincinnati four and four Bearcats against the four and four Cougars. Uh, what do you make of the Cincy team that has uh, lost three of four uh, coming into your game this weekend? Yeah, we're going to their home stadium. So um, you know. By the way, they've they've won thirty consecutive non-conference home games dating back to 2003. All right. Well, there's a streak that we're looking to beat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, more incentive, right? Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so our, our guys are really excited about going out there and, and, and regrouping and playing. I mean, we the last uh, um, road trip wasn't, wasn't, wasn't our favorite. And so I think more than anything, just anxious to get back on the field. And uh, the guys are ready to go get get to it. it. The bye week was nice, but it was kind of it was kind of a letdown, you know, because it seemed like so long ago playing Thursday and then having that weekend and another weekend go by. And so uh, I think the fans are feeling antsy for the game, and I know the players are too. Talking about coaches' staffs, <clears throat> uh, Cincinnati has a new offensive coordinator and a new defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and you, of course, uh, are in that same situation. Now, being this far into the season, do you think that matters? so much or are they still evaluating what they're doing and trying to improve on getting their words across to them? Well, I think they're dealing with the same th- type of things that we're dealing with, you know, some injuries and um, trying to get their identity as a team. So I, I think that um, they're familiar with what we're going through and we're same same thing, you know, so um, I, don't, I don't see if there's a a, ben- a, a benefit or advantage for one or the other. We're just going to have to show up and play and we feel good about our players. I know they feel good about what they have going and their experienced uh, head coach and, and, and the great staff. And so, I mean, that's the way it's been every week with everyone that we've played. And uh, we're looking forward to getting out there and playing. Our next two segments, we'll visit with uh, one of our BYU football players. And this week, it is Micah Hanneman. Uh, Kalani, as we head to break, what do you want to say about, uh, about Micah Hanneman? Oh, I love him. I love him. He can play so many different positions. And, and he comes from a wonderful family with a lot of athletic ability. Um, he's just a, he's just a great young man to coach, and uh, he's a great example of, of what we're trying to teach as far as technique and desire and passion for the game. And so, uh, we're just honored to have him on this team, and and I love his position at safety. I know he can play corner, but um, I think for safety it suits what we're trying to have him as far as directing coverage and uh, a lot of the turnovers and a lot of things that he, that that uh, we get credit for is a lot to do with him. We'll talk with Micah coming up next. Fans, come experience 100% pure, authentic Hawaiian food at Big Island Sam's, located at 133 South State Street and Linden. And coming to you live from the Lavelle Edwards Stadium President's Loge and sponsored by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and You're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Passes off a tackler. Stays on his feet. He's going to go. Touchdown. Now let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Fake left. Pump and down the seam. Intercepted by Micah Hanneman. Makes the diving catch at the 31-yard line. Quickly up with the ball. The Cougars have a turnover. A takeaway by Micah Hanneman. A leaping pick. And the Cougars now first and ten. What do you know? Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake with Greg and Mark and the coach. And keep it going. Keep the applause going for Micah Hanneman. Just had an interception on our play-by-play call. Micah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. From Lone Peak High School, Micah Hanneman. All right, we got to say the Chicago Cubs are up 7-0 on the Cleveland Indians right now in the bottom of the fourth. Now, it's cool to be Cubs fans. Uh, Micah has a vested interest in the Chicago Cubs these days. Uh, explain why. 
Yeah, my brother was drafted by them a couple of years ago while I was on my mission. So he's in their program right now. He's actually in Puerto Rico right now, though, so he's watching from a distance. But but he's part of the Cubs organization. <laughs> uh, he's uh, well, tri- Did he get to AAA this year? No, double A. He got the double A, and, and now then, he's playing yeah. uh, winter ball, I guess they call it, down in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Jacob is a part of the Cubs organization, was at one time a BYU football player, and will next he'll be with the Cubs at some point. But, uh, yeah, Jacob and Micah and everyone else keeping track on World Series game six and seven nothing right now in the bottom of the fourth. Um, is it cool to be a Cubs fan for that reason? It's cool, yeah. I want them, <laughs> I want them to break that curse. <laughs> Before your brother got uh, drafted by them, did you have a favorite baseball team? I always like the Mariners, so. But but now you've switched allegiance all the way over. Yeah, I guess it was a good time to switch allegiance yeah, over. Yeah, not, so. not bad. Not <laughs> bad. The Hanneman family, Kalani. You mentioned the athleticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys can do a lot of different things, and and Micah right now is playing football and excelling. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, you're happy about that. But uh, Jacob is a kid that could have gone either way and ultimately chose baseball. How how long have you known the Hanneman family? Oh, a long time. Um, we go way back to Hawaii days, you know, so with his, with his father and everybody. So, um, yeah, we try to get him young. That's why we did the trunk or treat. Got a lot of commitments last <laughs> night. And um, <laughs> that's that's the, the real reason the way, we did the trunk or treat. Yeah. The, the, can, the, the candy's permissible benefits right yeah. now, as far as we know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to keep doing it every year. And, and as long as we have a great ones, especially like the Hanneman family can provide them. I wish they would have had 20 boys. That would have been good <laughs> for us. But no, there's a great family and a lot of um, athleticism. And um, there's still time for, for Jake to come play football if you want. <laughs> I mean, he's in Puerto Rico and we're here. It's a little cold, so maybe not now was the time to ask, but great family, great talent, and um, just unbelievable young men. Mike, uh, Kalani's got you playing as a safety this year, but you started every game at corner uh, last year. Would you mind for us uh, contrasting the two experiences, starting every game at corner to now being a starting safety for BYU? Yeah, so safety is what I played most in high school, and that's what I was hoping to play over here. But then last year we were kind of slim at the corner position, so I played corner. And that was pretty much my first experience playing corner for a whole season and working on that technique. And obviously I struggled some games, but then did good some games. But now being at safety, all that stuff from corner, it's a lot easier to play safety, you know, because it's a lot easier switching from corner to safety than switching from if I was to switch from safety to corner, just with the the technique-wise and speed-wise and, and coverage-wise. So so the defense moved from a 3-4 to a 4-3. Did that have any effect uh, as how f- the secondary plays? Yeah, I mean, it affects our, our fits up on the run a little bit differently. It also affects how much we're rolling up to to play like that fourth linebacker, you know. So, But I'm doing more of the drop back, and Kai's more of the, the roll-up roamer guy, so... At INT, which we heard at Boise State, along with uh, four uh, pass breakups for Micah, the picks from Diane Lake and Fred Warner uh, both went uh, to the house. Um, in fact, well, the pick, the pick Micah had was Mississippi State game, not Boise State, right? Uh, but, the, but the two picks that um, Diane. Uh, that Diane and Fred had Fred. came in the Boise State game. Uh, how would you rate the, the skill level on those two pick sixes? <laughs> I mean, Fred's, Fred's was dope, and so Diane put on the burners right after he caught it. But, um, yeah, that's, those are some of the funnest things, especially because you're playing defense against a receiver, like, the whole game. And then all of a sudden it switches. You get go hit him just for fun <laughs> on, the, on the pick. So that's always fun whenever someone pays. I always go, oh, where's, that? Where's, number, where's number 80 at or where's number 82 at? <laughs> go put a pop on somebody. Yeah, but, but yeah. you know. In a nice way, you know, like follow him and help him up after. And say, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Micah Hanneman is our guest here on the show. Uh, Micah, this has been a season that has seen BYU lose four games by a total of eight points. Kind of a so close and yet so far situation. But how do you view the season at four and four, even though it has to had so many close calls for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's rough thinking about that we're four and four and thinking about some of the games that, that we've played in. Feeling like coming, feeling like after the game that you won the game, but you ended up losing by a point or two. My freshman year, 2012, we lost a lot of close games as well. Ended up, it was one of the best teams I've played on my freshman year, 2012 season. But then this season, this is awesome, you know, super, super, super fun playing this season. We've lost four games, but still having fun, still, still grinding, but. To be honest, it's it's a lot different than getting blown out. Like if we were playing teams that we knew were just absolutely better than us and they just beat us, then it'd be a lot different. So it's different feelings, harder and and better. So yeah, by the same token, I guess Kalani, we're talking about guys. You know, you're straight up with a lot of these teams, regardless of the conference they come in or whatnot. Uh, it's it's football at that point. You're not looking at well, we're on one level, they're on a different level. You're playing at the same level. Yeah, I think the goal was to play against the best and uh, get a, a schedule that was, um, you know, a power five type of schedule and, and with those type of opponents that we're facing. And we do, it's actually a little bit more difficult because we've done a lot more traveling than others. But um, our guys, have I mean, they've, they've proven that they can play on the big stage. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll find a way to, to win those close games in, in, in the upcoming years and um, not make it so close. And... Um, but you have to go through the experience. I mean, I, I've been in places where we've made that transition into a tough schedule, and uh, this one is an easier transition from what I'm seeing as far as what we have talent-wise and what we have with our guys. Our guys have just bought in and into what we're teaching. Chances in upcoming years and chances in upcoming weeks. We'll take a break. We'll come back in our concluding segment with Micah Hanneman. It's just around the corner. Coming to you live from the Lavelle Edwards Stadium President's Loge and sponsored by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network and Facebook Live. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake here on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. We're live at the Lavelle Edwards Stadium President's Loge. BYU at 4-4, four and four, taking on Cincinnati at 4-4 four and four Saturday. It'll be in 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time pregame on the radio with a 1.30 kick. Our player guest tonight is Micah Hanneman. Micah, when did you start playing sports, and what sports grabbed your interest earliest, and uh, how long did you play a lot of sports till you focused on, on just football? So sports was this part of life, you know, growing up. That's basically all that we did. We have, I have four brothers, one sister we always lived with. Family with lots of kids the same age. Where were you born? Where'd you grow up? So we were born. I was born in Eva Beach, Hawaii, and then we moved to Laie, Hawaii, and that's where that's where a lot of my my dad's family lives still. My grandparents live over there. Then we moved over here um, when my brother was when my oldest brother was getting into middle school. So we moved over here, kept on playing sports. So I played mostly like I tried playing soccer for a season, but then I couldn't do it. But um, you couldn't play yeah, soccer? Like I was bad at soccer. <laughs> but um, I played baseball, basketball, and football. Um, just my whole life, it was baseball season, basketball season, football season. And um, then in high school, my basketball team, I, played, I went to Long Peak High School. The basketball team was way too good for me, too, so I quit basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and just played, I played baseball, and I played football, and I did track over there So in high school. And then... Um, and with football, football, you were going here. both ways, right? Yeah, I played receiver and, and yeah. safety. Did you? Did you? Were you naturally 
was defense your thing, or did you have to give up offense? Um, I mean, I was trying really hard, like my sophomore year, beginning of my junior year, to to get colleges look at me to play receiver. But it's a lot harder getting colleges look at you if you're good at receiver because there's a lot of good receivers. So the very first camp, my junior year, that I switched and played DB is when I got offered by by BYU when I was playing DB. So yeah. So I'm really good friends with uh, with Saleh and Joyce Ayu. They live in my neighborhood. They're neighbors. And yeah. Joyce is your is she your aunt? She's uh, my she's my dad's aunt. Your dad's aunt. Yeah, she's Howard's. So. Okay, yeah. I knew there was a connection yeah. there between the Ayus and the Hanemans and the whole thing. And uh, those are a couple of family names that uh, hope are, are part of BYU football for a long time. Kalani, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, if it's hard to pronounce, then, they're, they're, then we want them here. <laughs> As a general rule, yeah. I call them by numbers, though. That was a joke. So if your last name is Smith and you're a good player, we want you to. Still want you. (laughs) Hey, uh, Micah, you served a mission, right? Yeah, I did. In California? Yeah. So while you were away, how were you – did you keep up at all with what was going on at BYU? Or were you out there just lost in the world doing your thing? Or were there still ties here to the school and the program? I mean, being in California, I was in Southern California. There's lots of members over there, so obviously there's lots of BYU fans. And we actually got to go over there. We did Fan Fest over there, so that was fun. But um, so every game every game day during the season, you know, all the members would try sneaking the TV on during dinner or, or trying to sneak in what was going on. But to be honest, I didn't I didn't really care while I was on my mission. Yeah. Did did uh, the coaching staff keep in contact with you at all? Or? Yeah, yeah, I got letters and stuff like that. That's but just what was cool. general, general letters. Kalani, what's uh, Micah's personality like uh, amongst the team and amongst his defensive unit and things like that? Oh, he's he's easy going, and you can tell he's a he's a cool guy, right? And <laughs> but uh, I mean, he belongs with the longboard and 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 surfing in, in Southern Cal and Hawaii, and so, but um. I think he's. It's a little deceiving because he's one of the. He's a. He's a. He's a killer on the field, and um, you know when he was talking about hunting out the receivers, he shouldn't have said that. On, <laughs> but but I mean that's just how he. He's 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 um the one thing that he's great at is being a great teammate, and so he's he's always going to defend his brothers on the field, and um, a lot of credit of that comes to where he's from and how how you know what how he was raised. And um, just love having him on the team. He's just a great teammate. I've said that a lot about a lot of different people, but um, he's he's a I don't know he's a pretty boy, but he's got a little bit of a mean streak in him. I can say that, right? He's a well. I can say he's a pretty boy. He can't say it about himself. It's it's better than you know than to call him like an ugly cuss or something like that. No, no, that's what I usually get. Right? So no, it's it's a. I mean, we were asking our players to be humble, so he's not going to mention his good looks on on the air. <laughs> but he's a, no, he's a great young man. I love coaching him. Um, his he's, his family should be really proud of him, and I, I love this the 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 him being able to balance um, being aggressive and physical on the field, and then also um, being gentle and kind off the field. And that's that's mm. him and what. 20, sec- 20 words or so. <laughs> yeah. uh, last thing for you is kind of a multi-pronged question, uh, Micah. Best thing about being a BYU football player, best thing about being part of this year's team, and what you hope gets done here in the last uh, last number of games you've got? Well, my, my favorite part about being, the reason why I came to BYU was because I feel like it affects, so, like, there's so many different aspects that BYU gives to you. Like if I'm if I'm gonna go to college somewhere, I want to get the most out of out of like I don't want to be wasting my time, and BYU just the the three aspects of life physically, mentally and spiritually um, feel like 
BYU is the best university in the world for, for those three things. So that's why I'm at BYU. And the, the best part about this year, um, I could just be a, be a suck up and say Coach Tataki. But, <laughs> um, no, I just love, like, this team is really, really close. And a lot of it has to do with the new coaching staff and the way the way they run things. The way that they, they, they don't put themselves above us. You know, they, they we ride with them. They ride with us. And we we have fun with them. They have fun with us. But they they lose with us. We lose with them. And um, I remember just an experience. We were in uh, Michigan doing a fireside and it was one of my first experiences with Coach Sitaki. This is preseason, right? Preseason, yeah. yeah, during like the spring or something. But um, this is when I had my. This is when I got my respect for Coach Sitaki. knew knew that he was a good dude. Um, we were getting into the car to drive like a couple hours, like over two hours to to the spot that we were going to, and it was just me, Johnny, his wife, and Coach Sitaki, um, a couple other um, coaches of the staff, Coach Lamb, and. I was sitting in the back, and then Coach Sataki gives up the, the shotgun seat to, to some other coach, and then sits in the back with me. And as a head coach, I was thinking, "Oh, this is crazy. This guy's just going to sit in the back with me for over two hours." <laughs> like, if I was a head coach, I would say, "All right, I'm going to take this limo, and I'm going to meet you guys over there." <laughs> but just him sitting in the back, showing his his humility. So, great. And uh, and your goals, or personal or team goals, for the last five games you've got here? Obviously, win out and win out. Just have fun, you know. Really, because our team is so good this year. Like, there's so many, so many good players on our team this year. So we just like this team, the seniors this year, and and the the whole team, the fans, everybody, the coaching, the coaching staff has been doing so good this year that we deserve, you know, we deserve to to win out the rest of the season. So right on. So that's really my goal. Your dad came with you tonight, right? Yeah, my did, dad and, uh, and you Emilio. Know, did you bring a special friend with you as well? Yeah, Emilio. Tell, tell us who you brought. Who's Emilio? So Emilio. Um, is a con- recent con- well, recent convert of a couple of years. I baptized him while I was on my mission, and uh, he's from Oceanside, California. And he moved over here. He's actually living with me now over here. So is that a Chargers Tukey's? Is that Chargers? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's diehard Chargers. Wave fan to us, Emilio. How you doing over there? We got Emilio. Yeah. Good yeah. to have you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You bet. So what's he doing in town? No, he lives with me now. He's, he's here. Yeah, he's, he moved he's, out here. He's he baptizes him and then makes him his rule. <laughs> 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 no. No, he has he has stuff over there. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to do his thing over here. So right on. Well, it's good to have you with us. Thanks for coming out tonight. Appreciate it. And Micah, thank you for being here. Yeah. All right, thanks. Micah Hanneman, everybody. We're back with more BYU football with Kalani Sitake after this. Welcome back to BYU football with Kalani Sitake here on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, BYU Football Facebook Live. We're coming to you live from the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And we are brought to you in part by Kona Ice. Looking for some fun in your life? Book Kona Ice for your next event. The coolest shaved ice truck around. Visit them online at Kona-Ice.com. All right, we've got Q&A. The next couple of segments here for Coach Sitake. Intern Freddie has the wireless microphone. And uh, Freddie, who do you have? Yeah, Greg, our first question comes from Parker Andrus. Coach, you seem to develop a bigger sense of unity, not only with the team, but also with the fans and among your coaching staff as well that hasn't necessarily been as strong in the past. What would you attribute that to? Um, the fans, they're there, you know, and um, they just love us, and, and, and we, we want to show them that we, we love them too, and uh, we're playing for more than just ourselves and our families. It's for them, and, and uh, our players really want to win for the fans. That that's that's important to them, and so um, for them to be engaged and to talk with them and hang out with them, it, I think it's important for us. It keeps us uh, kind of grounded on what why we're doing this. It can't just be about our players and our team and just about football. 
you know, especially when there's such great people around that, that support us. And, and uh, um, I know that a lot of the fans are excited to meet players and the coaches, but I, trust me, the the uh, players and coaches get so much um, so much joy from all of that. So it, it goes both ways. Good stuff. Thanks, Parker. Uh, Freddie, who's next up? Next question is from Garen Garbett. What was your favorite moment playing here as a Cougar? My favorite moment? Um, be honest with you, it was my last game in the stadium when it was named after Lavelle Edwards. Um, that was, I don't think we expected that. I think everybody thought it was going to be like na- the field was going to be named after him or something like that. But uh, when we saw his name and they un- un- unveiled that it was going to be Lavelle Edwards Stadium, it was a cool moment in my life, you know, where I just felt like, man, I get to see this game and I get to be part of his last year. And I mean, you see the, you see when we uh, played his last game in, in in, uh, in Salt Lake City, how emotional we got from it. But, um, you know, just being able to share uh, my last year with Lavelle was an honor for me. It's funny because Lavelle went, you know, all, his entire career to that point had never had a losing record. And I think with two games to go, you're four and six, yeah. I think, that year. That final mm-hmm. year. Yeah, and so you really had you had to win out to, to make sure that, that, you know, that he never did have a losing season. At, well, after his first couple of seasons, yeah. he never, he had, I think year two, he might have had it. But it was this long stretch, and you guys won out, and then to win it in Salt Lake City was as memorable as it gets. And he was so calm during that whole process. He's just like, oh. I mean, even towards the end, I, I, I still say I can't do it like him, you know. So, but he, I'm impressed with him. <laughs> Freddie, yeah. one more question before the break here. Next up is Drake Peterson. What was your favorite thing you did over the bye week? Um, hang with my family and um, get get to um, hang out with fans and stuff. So everywhere I go, I get to meet fans and they always. I think they kind of test it because uh, my brothers look like me and they wear royal hat blue hats all the time. <laughs> so they kind of say, "Coach," and if I look, and then you know, wherever we go, I just love doing that. That's that's. Uh, I'm here because of the fans. That's uh, I. I said it before. I grew up BYU and, and got to play here, and so now I get to be the head coach. And um, as long as fans want to keep taking pictures with me, I'll do it. You know? <laughs> it's when they don't is when I'll be worried. <laughs> As we head to break from Facebook Live, uh, Troy Beagley has a question for Kalani. What's the biggest takeaway from the previous eight games that you can instill in the team to help them win the remaining four here in the regular season? Um, I, I think be aggressive and, and um, just uh, you know appreciate what they're doing and, and, and uh, for, for our guys to keep things simple. I, I think that um, I think you can you can overreact and you can uh, you know if you lose a game you tend to want to change everything. Um, because the result didn't go your way, and I think being able to stay the course and uh, believe in what you're doing already as a as a team and as a program is the most important thing for us. And that's what we're trying to keep. You know, we're trying to do that. And trust me, we're we're trying to find ways to win games too. But um, you don't just abandon everything that you believe in uh, just because the result didn't go your way. And especially when you're playing a game with a funny shaped ball that bounces so many different ways. You know, so being able to stay the course and, and believe in what you what got you to this position, as a, as a team, as players, and as a program, as coaches, it's really important for us to to sustain it. Okay, more questions for the coach coming up right after this break. When you shop at Smith's, getting more for your money is simpler than you might think, and you'll earn fuel points to help you save at the pump. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. We're at the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium with great BYU fans and on KSL News Radio, BYU Football Facebook Live, and the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, BYU football with Kalani Satake back after this. You're tuned to BYU football with Kalani Satake. He's made the catch at the 30. It's going to go. Touchdown Cougars. Now 
let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Taysom will go under center. They go heavy. Tight ends on either side. Squally in the backfield. Taysom sneaks and leans for the score. Touchdown, Cougars. And they're back in front. 23-21 with the PAT pending. Taysom Hill, the Idaho native, with the touchdown. The Cougars lead, and Taysom pumps his fist as he comes off the field. That was BYU's last game at Boise State. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake here at the Lavelle Edwards Stadium President's Lodge. We're on BYU Football Facebook Live, KSL News Radio, and the entire New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. BYU at Cincinnati this Saturday as the Cougars play their final regular season road game. Let's go to Facebook Live for a question for the coach, and it comes from uh, Ed. Ed Kemp says, Kalani, would you consider trying using uh, Corbin Kafusi as a tight end in the red zone? Kind of like uh, your own version of Gronk out there. What do you think? You, you ran him on a, on a fake field goal this year and threw to him. Could he be mm-hmm. somebody you target uh, on offense? We could, but, I mean, I think that's something that, um, um, I don't know. He's, he has to learn how to play DN first, you know, and, and once he masters that, then we move on. I, last thing I want to do is give him more homework to learn. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, we've thought about all that, all those things, and, and uh, he, he's just a big target, and he actually has really good hands. And so, um, you know, but as far as uh, you know, what Coach Kofusi wants, he, I think he wants him to keep progressing as a defensive end. I think he'll be more um, disruptive for us on on the defensive side. And, and he's had a good year that way. Yeah, and, and, and the, the tight ends are doing a, a good job right now, you know. But um, if if there's ever a need, then we I know we can put him over there a little bit. You could see an alley oop though, right at the crossbar of the of the goalpost, right? Yeah, he might just dunk it over there by accident. <laughs> and, and be oh no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. just on instinct. <laughs> uh, intern Freddie has the wireless mic, meaning we have some more audience questions for the coach. Freddie, who do we have next? Yeah, this one comes from Adam Welch. Hey, coach, as you move into the month of November, what adjustments do you make for practicing and playing in cold weather? Um, well, we, we go indoors, and uh, we want to get a lot of work done. I, I think that um, the cold doesn't really bother us, you know. Um, I know pe- recruits want to go to nice weather places and everything like that, but um, then you shouldn't want to play in the NFL because Green Bay is freezing in Chicago and all those those those, uh, those teams. So um, for us, I think you have to play cold weather ball, you know, and that happens in November, and, and uh, we, we should look forward to that. And, especially if a team's come from warm weather to come here and and uh, for it to be freezing cold. I mean, I'm, I'm from Hawaii, and I hate the cold, but for some reason when you play football, it's a lot of fun. And so not, not a lot of adjustment. But when we practice, we have to practice, um, and it has to be clean. And if we're slipping everywhere, then we'll go indoors. And, um, you know, we'll deal with the, the, the cold when we play the game. Tonight's uh, final audience question, Freddie's coming from whom? Yeah, we've got Mikel Garbett here. What has been your favorite moment since coming home to BYU? Oh, man, the fans. Num- that's my favorite. Love the fans. And uh, I don't know, just just uh, I remember the first interaction with them um, in the Marriott Center. Um, just it, it killed me. It was so emotional for me, you know. So uh, that's the number one thing, and that will be the, the most important to me and for our, our players to feel that. And I just feel like an old man because you're always getting emotional, especially when you're hanging out with fans and everything. But <laughs> just seeing all the fan support, that that that's number one. And number two is fourth and 19. <laughs> <laughs> I have to joke around about it. I, for the record, I never said I never said it was a great decision. I just said I like taking risks. And that probably wasn't a great one, but my wife took a risk when she went out with me on a date a long time ago. So uh, you, you don't achieve anything if you're just always predictable, right? So we'll, we'll try to take calculated risks next time, next time. But I can't wait for the next fourth. Well, 
I don't want it to be soon, but if there's a fourth and 19, you'll see me smiling on the sideline. Because <laughs> everyone's going to be we, guessing. Are they going to do it again? Yeah, yeah well, I, I, you know, it might happen. Did it last time. I yeah. mean, I, I, I know I'm playing around and everything, but um, they didn't come so so hard after the punts after that, you know. They're like, yeah. this guy's crazy. They're going to go for it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, Cincinnati should be careful. <laughs> don't try to block our punts, you right. know. And, and if you do stop us, make sure you don't slam the ball on the ground. But yeah. I, the, the statements I've made is that it didn't cost us, and um, I never said it was smart. But um, I like taking risks, and, and some this wasn't a great one. Uh, but it, imagine if it would have worked, guys. You know what I mean? How do you not know unless you try? So, yeah, that, you guys brought me here to take some risks, and, and maybe it doesn't make sense but if it doesn't cost you i didn't learn my lesson yet so we'll see if if, uh, <laughs> if i got a penalty it didn't cost us when i got a penalty and i went for it on fourth and 19 my life as a coach could end now and i'll be fine like i've accomplished so much already so <laughs> i could tell my grandkids someday you know on the one yard line we went for it on fourth and 19 going the other way so yeah <laughs> he's living on the edge folks. i'm having fun yeah, yeah don't, don't nickname me anything crazy it was it was a. Uh, you know, we thought we had something there, but it was fun. <laughs> All right, there it is. The final word on 4th 19. The final word on tonight's show is next here on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Super quick wrap-up. BYU at Cincinnati Saturday. Coach Satake, a key to the game. Line of scrimmage. Got to win the line of scrimmage on both offense and defense, and uh, we do that, we'll have success. Win the trench battles. Folks, thanks for being here for BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Good night from Provo. You've been listening to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, presented by Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. Tonight's show has also been brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Tune in each week for the latest on BYU Football with Coach Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.